0: Hello, and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is still true and directly applicable in our lives. If you would like to know more on what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following message. Galatians chapter 5, verse 25, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. My wife will tell you that I love choreography. I love watching it, teaching it, and being a part of it. When you see dancers or actors move in complete unison, or even doing completely different moves that are in perfect timing with each other, to the music, I see a work of art in the making. Watching a team work together in perfect harmony is simply mesmerizing to me. And there's no doubt that when you see a team do a perfect performance, you know there was countless hours of time, effort, and energy invested to make it just that. Perfect. Speaking from experience, while in the middle of a choreograph, there's only two things on your mind. Keeping time with the music and not forgetting your moves. If it's to look right, you have to have both. If you know your moves, but forget the timing, or even know the timing, but forget your moves, either way, it'll be messed up. Making the right moves at the right time is absolutely critical when it comes to choreography. And in reality, it's not that much different in our walk with the Father. Yet, we as believers in the Most High are called to walk a path that we cannot see, to hold a hand that we can't feel, to listen to a voice that we can't hear with our ears. At times, it seems difficult, especially in a world where wrong is presented as right, where success is measured in what we have and not in who we are, where people worship their work, work at their play, and play in their worship. Where churches are so busy doing the work of God that they forget the God of the work. Where busyness is equated with godliness. Have you ever pondered just what the arch enemy to the best is? Seriously, that may sound like a silly question. Some would say that the arch enemy to the best would be the worst. That sounds good, but that's just the opposite of it. As odd as it may sound, The arch enemy to the best is good all too often we aim for the best but end up saying oh that's good enough or that'll do making the best take second place to good why do we do this why do we settle for less (laughs) because it's easier it's more convenient it doesn't take as much time effort or energy yet There are some times that we shoot for the best that life has to offer without even thinking about settling for second best. Maybe it's a nice house, nice car, or electronic gadgets. Maybe even nice shoes or clothing. You name it. And when our mind is made up for it, we'll work hard for it. We'll even work overtime for it. We'll be patient and save for it. We'll set the goal, and we won't stop until we get it. But are we that diligent in our walk with the Lord? Think about that for a moment. Are the priorities for your walk with the Lord as strict as some of those things you desire for in the physical? I'm not talking about what you do for the Lord. I'm talking about your walk with the Lord. What does your priorities in life really look like? You can study the scriptures all that you want to attain knowledge. You can talk about God all day long. You can sing songs of praise and worship till you can't sing any more. But if it's not all followed by obedience from the heart, it's just flattery to God. Where do you really stand? Do you really take your walk with the Father seriously? Or is it only when you gather with fellow believers that it truly becomes a focus for you? We always contrive to make the time for that which we deem most important in our lives. There are two places one can look to see who or what you are serving. Your date book and your checkbook. Your time and your money. One could argue that they are spending time and money in their service to the Lord for their defense. But are we spending time with the Lord? You see, doing things for the Lord is much different than spending time with the Lord. Are you so busy? that you don't have time to pray, then you're too busy. When do you spend time talking with the Father? Yeshua himself, our example in life, prayed. And not just a little. Luke chapter 5. But Jesus often went through to lonely places and prayed. Even when we're not on our knees in prayer, we should constantly be in the attitude of prayer and constant communion with the Father. In fact, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says it with two words. Pray continually. Pray continually. Please don't get so busy doing things for Him that you're not spending time with Him. And remember that prayer is not just you speaking to the Father. It's all about spending time with Him. Have you ever been in a conversation that you couldn't get a word in edgewise? where the other person was totally dominating the conversation? Or how about those conversations where the other person only wanted to talk about themselves? What's going on in their lives? What good things are going on at their church? What's happening with their family? All the things that just surround them and their concerns. How did you feel afterwards? Besides feeling exhausted, that is. Did you walk away with thoughts like, wow, that was a lot of fun talking to them? Or were your thoughts more like, geesh, glad that's over? Our time with the Father is not to be one-sided. Make time to be silent and just listen. Some people struggle with silence, but please remember that we are instructed to be silent before the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Listen, quiet your mind. In this busy world that we live in, where everything is vying for your attention, be still. Shut the door, close the windows, pull the blinds, and be still. Dwell on his goodness. Dwell on his word. Just give him opportunity to speak. You never know. He just might. So don't be so busy for him that you miss out on time with him. The extreme opposite could be just as plausible in one's life today. In this day that we live in, the mindset is all about getting something for nothing. Is this how we are to be on our walk with the Father as well? Hebrews chapter 11, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Notice that it doesn't say who casually seek Him or who conveniently seek Him, who would spend as little time, effort, or energy to seek Him, but rather those who earnestly seek Him. Meaning, those who crave, commit, contend, and strive after Him. Consider this, John chapter 3. He must become greater, I must become less. He must become greater. I must become less. Let's say this represents your life. It's all you. Then you come to the truth. From this moment on in your life, he must become greater and you must become less. Make sense? Your habits fade and his should take over. Your desires fade and his desires should take over. Your will fades and His should take over. He becomes greater, and we become less. Are you pursuing the best, or are you trying to get something for nothing, looking for the latest spiritual deal of the day? A.W. Tozer once said, Too many Christians want to enjoy the thrill of feeling right, but are not willing to endure the inconvenience of being right. Are you willing to be inconvenienced, Of your desires for his are you willing to be inconvenienced of your will to let his take over consider the words of king david the one noted as a man after god's own heart first chronicles 21 but king david replied to arana no i insist on paying the full price i will not take for the lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing if David would have taken that which was being offered to him and gave it as a sacrifice unto the Father, what would that have cost him? Nothing. It would have cost him absolutely nothing. May we never live our lives in trying to offer the Father something that costs us nothing, or as little as possible. And the other extreme, may we never get so busy in serving Him that we miss out on our relationship with him. Galatians chapter 5. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. May we always keep in step with the Spirit. We pray that you've been blessed by this message. Remember, continue to test everything. Shalom.